Good morning. I'm Adora Namigade, and this is The Rundown. In a new investigation, WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times talked to people who allege racism by Chicago cops connected to an extremist group. My colleague Dan Mahalopoulos worked on the investigation. In 2014, Brandon Forbish, who's black, was pulled over by John Nassessi Peruk, who was on a leaked membership list of the extremist group Oath Keepers. Forbish says the officer called him slurs. So he went with his pastor, Ira Acri, to file a complaint. Now, Acri is calling for an outside investigation into extremism in the CPD ranks. There must be a punishment. We cannot continue to allow unprofessional policing to take place, particularly in neighborhoods of color. Records show the Chicago police dismissed Forbish's complaint. And Officer Nassessi Peruk did not return messages. Some Illinois lawmakers accepted campaign donations from red light camera companies, even though they had just passed a bill to prohibit those contributions. The Chicago Sun-Times found that Democratic Senate President Don Harmon's campaigns raked in $5,000 from the company Red Speed Illinois. That happened a few weeks after his chamber unanimously passed the bill in May, but before the governor signed it into law. Sun-Times reporter Bob Hergeth says the new law doesn't have any teeth. There are no repercussions for violating this that I know of, and also lobbyists who are affiliated with the red light camera industry are still allowed to give. Lawmakers crafted the measure amid the fallout from a kickback and bribery scheme involving red light camera operators. A chorus of military veterans are calling for Cook County to provide more resources, according to my colleague Kristen Schorsch. The county's Veteran Assistance Commission is supposed to help low-income vets with emergency aid. Things like money for rent, food, and burials. But vets like George Mulvaney say they need more staff and funding. I have a veteran that's buried in Potter's Field with no marking on his grave. A veteran, Army veteran. And he's sitting there because of Cook County. I have to get a phone call from the congressional rep to see what we could do. We're going to bury that Army veteran with honors this spring. During a recent board meeting, several commissioners shared their own family's military experience and echoed their support for the veterans. They said they planned to add more money in the budget for the commission next year, totaling to about $2 million. And one Republican from Illinois' congressional delegation is frustrated at his party's inability to elect a new House Speaker. My colleague Dave McKinney reports the House GOP is expected to try again today to find a replacement for ousted former House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Downstate Congressman Mike Bost voted three times for Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan, but Jordan's bid failed each time. Without a speaker, Bost says work is piling up. We've got to get this done, and the reason we have to get it done is we are in a situation where we need to make sure we pass a resolution in support of Israel. We need to make sure we get the border secure. We need to make sure we get a budget passed. We need to make sure we get the farm bill passed. The list goes on and on. Illinois' two other Republican congressional members, Darren LaHood and Mary Miller, also backed Jordan. Some quick hits today before the weather. Two people have been taken into police custody after a shot was fired in the air near a group of pro-Palestinian protesters at an Israeli solidarity event last night in the north suburbs. The Sun-Times reports this happened near the border of Skokie and Lincolnwood. Nobody was injured by the gunshot. Protesters, a Chicago police officer, and a Sun-Times reporter were hit by pepper spray. Organizers with the Simon Wiesenthal Center say about a thousand people were at the Israeli solidarity gathering. 
And the father of freed American teenage hostage Natalie Renan says that she's doing well after her release by Hamas Friday. Uri Renan says he spoke with his daughter by telephone and, quote, she's doing good. The 71-year-old says he saw on the news Friday that an American mother and daughter would be released from Hamas. And he spent the day hoping it would be his daughter and her mother, Judith Renan. The Evanston residents were the first hostages to be released from among the roughly 200 people that Israeli military leaders said were held by Hamas. Today's weather, the next couple of days will be a little warmer than we're used to lately, with today's high in the low 60s and tomorrow's high hitting the mid-70s. That's it for now. Later today, WBEZ's Lisa Phillips spoke to a lot of student loan borrowers about repayments starting back up. The common sentiment? Yeah, there was a lot of anxiety, which is, you know, I think to be expected in this circumstance, and then also confusion. So just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of feelings. She explains how two Chicagoans handled the pause and what's next regarding debt forgiveness. That's today at one o'clock. I'm Adora Namigadde. Thanks for listening.